what we've done? All this time? I want you to know that you have been a real friend, Artu. My best one, in fact. I will finish what Luke started. A thousand generations live in you now. This is your destiny. The Force will be with you. Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're about to listen to another uh, podcast edition, podcast edition, podcast of Treks and Sci-Fi. Today is March 15th, 2020. This is show 764, 764. The reason I played that uh, Rise of Skywalker clip at the beginning uh, is it's out on digital a little early even. Uh, more about that here soon. A lot of things going on in the world. There's some stuff going on in the world, right? <laughs> Ah, so my original plan for this week's show, I was going to talk about a couple of um, anime-related films, Ghost in the Shell, Alita, Battle Angel, Battle Angel Alita, yeah, um, a couple of movies in the, from the last few years that I enjoyed, but I've switched it up a little bit. I'm going to push that a few weeks um, out, and instead, um, due to this crazy corona thing, crazy corona, uh I'm going to talk about um, a few things, uh, talk about some of the recent Picard episodes, but also want to, um, because it seems like some of the people in the world have, have gone nuts and crazy like it's the zombie apocalypse, I decided, uh, hey, why not just do a rundown of zombie uh, movies, television, give a little history of the whole zombie thing uh, that's been around in culture and, and you know, fiction for a long time so that's what the main topic is going to be this week thought that'd be kind of fun uh so yeah we should just get into the theme for the show the main theme and i'll be back and we'll get into our um our fun podcast uh to uh to muddle through this weird time in the world i'll be back in a moment hello everyone and welcome to the treks in sci-fi podcast I am back. Uh, and again, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash treks in sci fi is the way you can do that. A uh, dollar, two, three a month, whatever you guys would like. Uh, that is very appreciated. And uh, I, I uh, always uh, want to mention that and thank those that have done that for a long, long time. We're due for doing, trying to do, put together in April, I think another uh, group uh, Patreon, get the Patreon folks together. Probably I'm thinking maybe what we'll do is we'll talk a little bit about the re the, the season of Picard if, if most people on the show have watched it and maybe a couple other topics. But So how's everybody doing out there? How's everybody doing in the world? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I, um, I think when I did my last show two weeks ago, and thanks again to uh, Mark for doing a guest cast last week, the land that time forgot. I um, 
I had said that I had a I had a little bit of a cold. Yeah, the show a couple of weeks ago was rough. That was rough on my voice. I'm feeling pretty good now. Uh, I'm pretty much over all that. Yeah, no, not Corona, just a cold. And but just a little bit still there. Uh, I especially notice it. It's about nine thirty here in the morning on a Sunday, early Sunday morning here in Michigan. Um, I especially feel it a little bit in the morning when I first get up after you know laying down, of course, sleeping all night. But I'm you know energy and feeling good, you know, on you know better than uh, quite a few people in the world. And and again, our thoughts go out to those people who are affected by this. And it seems like everybody's being affected by by it in some way. Uh, whether you're um, you know you have had direct you know you're directly affected somehow, someone you know. Or, you know, what, what's happening for most people is just this, this situation where, you know, here in the United States, uh, all of a sudden now we're, we're starting to see more cases of it. For a long time, we didn't. It seemed like, you know, it, 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 there seemed like a fairly long lag time between when it showed up in China. Uh, maybe not that long when you consider everything, but, and then Europe and, and Italy and places got it, and now the U.S. And and it's kind of, in, in Michigan, proper for me. We had a couple first reported cases, you know, gosh, just last week, I think it was, mid-last week. And now we're up to like 30 or something, something like that total. Um, but it's caused sort of a lot of, you know, reaction in, in different ways. I, I, I've been saying, I've been chatting a lot online with some friends, the Stacks folks, and uh, the usual crew, but um, there's a um, seems like two ends of this whole thing where some people are are really like overreacting. Obviously, running out buying. What, what's the thing with it? what's what's the deal with toilet paper? I I mean, it, would that be the worst thing in the world to run out of? No, probably not. I I don't think. Um, I've been saying that I think people are kind of buying and reacting to this like it was some kind of a a weather event, right? Like. We're almost done with winter here in Michigan, but when they when they predict that there's a big snow coming, that you might be stuck in your house for a day or two because of the snow a little bit, people will run to the store ahead of that, right, and buy a bunch of junk. Same thing with um, bad thunderstorms in the summer, you know, might be power outages, and people seem to be reacting like that's the only way they react, that they just do that, and I don't quite get that. I mean, no stores are probably going to close, right, completely. You're still going to be able to get stuff, um, even overseas where they've had it in worse areas like China. I mean, people didn't run out of food. They still had stuff. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not quite sure why people are, are reacting. I guess, I guess that's the one extreme. And then the other one are the people that are just kind of going, ah, this is nothing. It's just a big, you know, nothing or going about their business. I think you need to be somewhere in between. I, I, pretty much worked all last week, but this coming week, uh, our, our workplace is not officially said, you know, just stay home. Like, you know, they haven't really told us to stay home so far. It's been like, you know, they say they're going to be announcing something official this week. I, I work for a pretty big global company. Uh, it's European based. So they're more actually in the heart of it than, than we have been here in the U S. So we'll see how that all works out. I don't really want to talk about this whole thing for, for this whole podcast, but I, I felt like I had to, I wanted to touch on it a little bit. And, and I tend to be a person who kind of is fairly optimistic and, and jokes around and, t and tries to make light of things just to try to ease people's moods and tension and, and all that. And, but it, but it's certainly a factor and people are considering it. My, uh, my oldest son and his wife, just the week before last were out in Arizona. They were on a little vacation really before, before this really got going here, the only place I think at that time that was really reporting it was up in the Washington State, Seattle area. For the most part, there were some other cases in like New York and, and that area and and, uh, and New England and heavy there. But but in the Southwest, it was fine. In Michigan, it was fine. We didn't have anything. But when they got back, I was happy that they, you know, they got back about more than a week ago. So so everyone is good in my immediate group, family, friends, everything is fine. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think just being cautious that like everything everybody's been reporting, wash your hands. If you can stay away from people through, you know, whether it's work or other things that you might be doing, you know, why not? You can, you can take a few weeks of, you know, you don't need to go out to the bar. You don't need to go out to the restaurants. You don't need to, you know, and I, and I feel bad for those places and, and the, their businesses. One thing I heard, 
people were saying to try to support these places was maybe ha uh, have some, if they offer it, you know, buy some kind of a gift card, like maybe some restaurant. We've got a couple of little local restaurants we go to, you know, can you buy something like buy a gift card, like for yourself to get them some cash, some money, but don't go there, right? Say, all right, I'll go in a few weeks when this thing is kind of blown over a bit. That's one way you can help out. Um, but obviously, just be smart, uh, you know, wash your hands, and uh, we should be all fine. And I, and I hope that more, most people can try to to avoid, um, you know, contact if they can. If there's if you're working a business that you get the chance and, and uh, people are calling it a luxury uh, to work at home, I don't know. It's just, you know, everyone has different kinds of jobs. Some jobs lend themselves to working on a computer and being able to work at home. I mean, that's just the way, the, you know, that's just the way jobs have become. And all these schools are closing. So there's going to be a lot of little kiddos at home. So hopefully they'll settle in and just, you know, sit around and play video games and watch Netflix and do their schoolwork, which I hear they're supposed to be doing anyway. But all right. Well, that's enough about all that. So again, that led to me doing the, the wanting to do this show on zombies this week. But I want to spend a few minutes talking about the last couple of episodes of Picard. Uh, let me think about this. I'm not going to I'm not going to look up the titles of the episodes. It doesn't really matter that much. So I, there's been two since I talked about it. There was the Nepenthe one where uh, or I call it a pizza dinner with the Rikers. Right. Um, <laughs> when uh, Soji and uh, Picard made their way to where the Rikers are hanging out on the planet. And we learned a lot in that episode. And, and it was, of course, great to see Riker and Troy and their daughter now, Kestra, Um Really, uh, for TNG fans who I, I gotta believe most of the people who are watching this series are TNG fans, right? There's maybe, I, it would be hard for me to believe or think that our people watching Picard who never watched TNG, that, that really seems weird, right? That, like, maybe didn't watch like a, a big fan would have watched all of it and watched reruns of it and all, but, uh, so there's certainly a lot of nostalgia factor there with the the episode with the Rikers. So for those that uh, you know love TNG, like like I think most who are watching did or do, this was a great episode. And not only it wasn't, <clears throat> excuse me, it wasn't just about that, but we got a lot of good information. Uh, it was it was cool. I'm dialing down this volume. I think I think my I've had this up a little too high, I think, the last few weeks. So I'm going to try to fix it this week. Um, I think because my partially because my voice has been a little on the quieter side. So, uh, but um, but yeah, it was a good episode, and uh, we got a lot of interesting information. So it wasn't just a "Hey, there's Riker," "Hey, there's Troy" kind of an episode. I I, I very much really liked it. Really, uh, the show is just fantastic. Patrick Stewart is is amazing. Uh, and, and it's got a really good, solid story and plot. It's really interesting. And the new characters are interesting. So th this is, um, this show is just far and above beyond, um, what I thought it would be. And, uh, it, and I, and I really appreciate the fact that it isn't, even though it's called Star Trek Picard, it isn't really, it, truthfully, it really isn't that much. It is, but it isn't, if you know what I mean. It, it is about Picard, but it isn't really... Um, just about him, you know what I mean? It isn't really just focused at all. He isn't, he, he's certainly the spotlight character, but there's a lot of things going on around him. And in some episodes, you don't even really see him that much, truthfully. Um, so, um, it, it, I, I appreciate the fact that Patrick Stewart is gracious and uh, maybe that's not the best or the right word, but he is comfortable certainly to, um, to be in this show, but it doesn't have to be every scene with him and all. And I don't think he would have wanted that. He's, I, I think Patrick's a very much of a team player and he realizes that just like in TNG an ensemble, um, Star Trek show is, is it, you know, it adds so much depth and he, he is, he is by far not taking, um, uh, just taking over, I guess. I don't know. All right. So we had that episode. That was great. And then the most recent episode uh, mostly dealt with um, Picard and, and Soji back on, on the on the ship, the the La, Res La Serena. Is that how you say it? Um, 
and a lot of background on uh, Rios's character, uh, the captain of that ship, which was great. We got a lot of extra holograms of Rios. Um, oh, by the way, I probably should have said spoiler alert for these episodes. Um, I think that should be a given at this point. Uh, so um, the um, but um, what is going to say the uh, so Rios? Yeah, we learned a lot. And we and uh, and we learned uh, quite a bit about this overall arching story, right? What what's going on with the Romulans? What's up with the Romulans and the Synths? Why do the Romulans want to seemingly, you know, kill all the Synths and find out where where their home world or where Soji came from is? So we get this this kind of episode to me was the all right here we're going to feed you a lot of info and a lot of background, but. They did it in a nice way, in an interesting way, and I don't feel like we were just being talked to, um, and and it made sense to me at least, and I and I liked it a lot. Uh, the uh, I'm even starting to be okay with the doctor Agnes. Is that her first name? Agnes, I think. Um, I, you know, she's she's she. There's more depth there than I than it seemed at first. So um, she's 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 becoming a more interesting character too. So is Soji, Rios, all of them, Rafi. Uh, but, um, and then we had a bunch of stuff going on with 709 was back on the board cube, um, uh, working with Elnor, uh, the, the whole Borg situation there. That was very, very cool, especially, of course, Seven being a former Borg drone. And, and that whole thing, uh, uh, again, very much happy to see her back. So now we're heading into the... It's basically uh, they've been setting it up. It's a it's going to be a two part finale. So we have episodes nine and ten. It's not going to be you know they're going to be played one week and then the second one played the next. So take us to the end of March. But um, but I think that's going to be kind of one connected kind of a story. They're obviously going to where Soji is from. We're certainly hopefully going to learn what happened. You know you know and and. I, I, it, it appears they didn't show too much in the preview for this coming week's episode, but it appears like we would have all thought and think that there's going to be other synths, synths that are going to be there, right? Um, and they, you know, things happen, of course. Sorry. So who knows? But I, I love this show. It's going to be really, really, it's going to be really hard to, uh, it's going to be, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it a lot. Miss it even more than the Mandalorian, I think, when it's gone. Because while the Mandalorian was super great and super cool, I I, I, I don't, and, and of course we had Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian, and I kind of grew to really love those characters. But, you know, Picard and Star Trek, of course, to me, that's my, that's my baby, you know. And uh, that's, as, as, do people still say this? That's my jam. So, so this is going to be a harder one for me. Although we're going to get, it appears we'll get season three of Star Trek Discovery, probably I would think in a few months. I'm hoping sometime, you know, early summer maybe. Uh, we'll see. Well, they haven't officially announced. I don't think when they're going to start showing it. Uh, we're also supposed to be getting that Lower Decks animated show at some point, and of course they're doing season two of Picard, um, and then we'll get that as well. Um, I would hope. 2021 maybe around the same time period uh starting maybe next year i'm not sure if they've actually i don't think they've started to film season two of picard i know they've been working on it um but um i don't think um i don't think they've started to film so and with everything that's going on with the virus thing there's a lot of uh studios movies uh television productions that are shutting down at least temporarily uh, and so I think until this virus kind of dissipates or is mostly gone, uh, any new production I feel will probably be kind of holding off until that kind of passes. So we may have a little bit of a delay in some of these things, kind of like when they've had writer strikes in Hollywood and all that. So, all right. Uh, but that's, that's it for Picard. Been watching my usual stuff, kind of closing in on the last season of Jessica Jones, finishing that off. Um, I, I'm a little slower on The Expanse, season four. I've only watched the first few episodes of that so far, uh, but I, I want to get um, get going more there. Altered Carbon is now, season two is on Netflix. That's my kind of my next one, I think, I'm going to dive into uh, for streaming things. So many streaming shows. I, I, I look. I saw Castlevania has another season already out. 
uh, on, uh, on Netflix and yeah, just tons of, tons of content to keep you, uh, keep you entertained during this time. If you're stuck, uh, stuck inside for an extra time. I, 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 so boy, I haven't been wishing for summer to come more than I've ever, I think been this year, this year, more than ever. Oh, I started to watch, um, and then I'm going to take a quick break and we'll get back to, or we'll come back and talk about zombie stuff. The, um, Project Blue Book. I don't know if you mentioned that. Um, I, I've been hearing good things about it for quite a while. I finally started to watch it. I think I did mention that I did start to watch it, and, and it's good. I, I enjoy it. Really interesting show. Kind of has a little bit of X-Files vibe to it a little. A little bit of, uh, there have been a few shows like this, UFO type stuff over the years. An old, old one called, I think it was kind of called Blue Book or something like that from 20, 30 more years ago. 70s, 80s was it? Something around there. Um, but just, uh, yeah, really, really nice show. Really cool. Good actors, uh, enjoying that. And, uh, it's fun too. the thing. I, one of the things I really like about it is it's set in, you know, the, it's set in the past. It's set in a, you know, around the, is it the late forties, I think early fifties. Uh, but it's, it's fun to have a show in that time period. That's always uh, cool. Um, I, I like shows set in the past now and then they're fun to watch like Mad Men. Not a, not a geek show really, but Mad Men, great show, uh, and, and set in the sixties. So, uh, all right. Uh, it's 20 minutes about into the podcast. I'm going to come back. We'll talk about zombie stuff and, uh, yeah, we'll do some more of Treks and sci-fi. Be right back. Hey, this is Larry Nimichek, the, uh, <laughs> the mayor of Trekland, and you're listening to Rico on Treks and sci-fi. Hey, I am back. This Rico, yes, I am back. Uh, or Rick Anthony Dosty. That's my, you know, my ne- my given name. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, zombies. I, I've um, I've done a lot of podcasts, obviously, and I, I had to look back to make sure I hadn't done kind of a zombie show. I didn't think I did. I do a lot of um, <clears throat> I do my annual Halloween show, and I have talked about zombies. Probably mostly related to The Walking Dead, which I have quit watching this. I quit last at the end of last season. I haven't watched this season at all. Um, basically, I just gave up on it because it was just too rinse and repeat, and 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 frankly, just too darn depressing. Got me too worked up. Um, it's just a TV show, yeah, but it, it just ugh. I'm like, you get you gotta give me some light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I I. I know I've talked about it like this way before, but Game of Thrones was another was a show that it was was a kind of a tough watch for me. But it had uh, moments of heroism, moments of it just there was a better balance. You know, there were some nasty things that happened in that show, but it was much more uh, interesting, obviously, because I think a much better source. Truthfully, Walking Dead comics, while being okay, they're. I gave up on that too. I was reading the comics up to about issue. When did I stop? Issue one hundred or so, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, but it also just became the same. So, but uh, so related to zombies, that's probably been my biggest, longest connection to it. But I thought I would start out <clears throat> with this part of the show. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys some background. I'm looking at this Wikipedia entry for zombie. Uh, and, and try to, um, you know, where did it come from, the name, the word, and then uh, a little bit of what I wanted to cover were some of my favorite zombie things in, in, in television movies and so forth, stuff that we've had. I, I, there's certainly been a lot more in the last, say, 10, 10, excuse me, 10, 20 years than there, were, there was for a long time, but um, let's, let's go through this a bit. So, uh, Zombie uh, is, I guess the word is a, is a French, well, zombie, uh, a Haitian Creole world word, sorry. Um, basically, it's a fictional undead creature uh, that's, that's, you know, been created through the reanimation of a corpse, okay? So uh, they're obviously mostly found in horror, fantasy works. Uh, the term comes from uh, Haitian folklore, with a zombie as a dead body reanimated uh, through various methods, blah, 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 blah. Okay, the English word zombie was first recorded in 1819 
1819, in A History of Brazil by the poet Robert uh, uh, Southey? Southey. Robert Southey in the form of zombie, Z-O-M-B-I. And the, Engl- the Oxford English Dictionary gives the word's origin as a West African word, compared, uh, compares it in the Congo to the word nzambi, with an N at the beginning, or zumbi. Um, and then, yeah, so there's the word, okay. One of the first books to expose Western culture to this concept of a, of a voodoo zombie uh, cre- creature creation was called The Magic Island uh, from 1929 uh, by W.B. Seabrook. This basically was a sensational account of a narrator who encounters vo- voodoo cults in ha- Haiti and their resurrected thralls. Uh, Time, Time magazine at the time commented the boost introduced zombie into the U.S. speech. Uh, zombies have a complex literary history, blah, blah, blah. Richard Matheson, H.P. Lovecraft, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, even, uh, all have, you know, connections to this. All right. So in the later half of the 20th century, we, we started to get more of the more, let's say current, uh, not really current, but the more opted, you know, more modern interpretation of this. And and probably uh, the one the one film that that everybody usually goes back to that kind of got this going was George Romero's Night of the Living Dead from 1968. That was probably my definitely my um, first exposure to zombies. And I and I think I've said this told this story before, but that you that movie used to be rerun uh, on television, you know, fairly regularly, especially around Halloween and uh I did when I was in high school, I did a little babysitting and I can distinctly remember babysitting one night. And, and while the kids that I was babysitting were, were up asleep, I, I flipped on the TV and was watching Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> it was kind of freaking me out a bit. Uh, but um, but that that movie is is sort of a little partly based on maybe Richard Matheson's novel, I Am Legend, which, of course, was turned into. Um, a movie with uh, Charlton Heston, uh, and and then uh, a later movie called I Am Legend with uh, Will Smith. So, uh, but but then you know the these um, Living Dead movies um, created other one sequels. We had Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead was 1979. Day of the Dead was 85. Return of the Living Dead 1985. Zombie Two something in 1979. I don't think I know that one very well. And of course, Michael Jackson's very famous thriller uh, music video. So, so zombies uh, have been around a long time. When we got into the '90s, uh, we you know, and there were more video games. So, video games then created uh, uh, an, another outlet for for zombies to be out there, and and things like Resident Evil and The House of Dead, uh, that kind of stuff showed up in video games, and then eventually they made movies out of those, so one begets the other. Um, there was a Dawn of Dead remake in 2004. There's also a, a really one of my favorite zombie-related films, Shaun of the Dead, which is sort of a humorous um, a humorous cake. Uh, humorous, humorous cake. Did I say cake? <laughs> That's not right. Um, a Shaun of the Dead is a humorous take on zombies, Really funny stuff. If you haven't seen it, um, you should. Uh, it is with Simon Pegg. Um, he's great, and it, and it's just it's just hilarious because it takes some of those zombie tropes and stuff and and kind of makes fun of them and picks on it, uh, picks on them a bit. And 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 speaking of that, let's let me take a a short break here. Let me play a little bit of a let me play a little bit of a trailer to uh, Shaun of the Dead. Let me see what I can find on YouTube, and I'll play some of. Uh, some of that movie for you, and I'll come back and give you a little bit more on uh, on zombies history, and, and we'll play some other clips from uh, TV and movies f- about zombies. Do you ever think that modern life is not for you? Do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful mom. Oh. Have you ever felt that you're turning into... Something in the world. A 
zombie. Maybe you're not alone. Piss it. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes. Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. What's the plan? Oh! Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl lizard? Because I love her. All right, gay. Okay. Uh, hold it there. So, yeah, that's <clears throat> makes me really want to watch it right now because I like the, um, you know, with the current the stuff going on with the uh, Corona thing. You know, the, these news reports, stay in your home, avoid physical contact with the infected, uh, you know, because traditionally in these zombie television movies, video games or whatever, if you get, you know, they don't just have to touch you. Usually it's a some kind of a wound, like a bite or something like that, kind of like vampire, where you will uh, you will become a zombie. Um, uh, in I'm jumping ahead a little bit in Walking Dead. It, one of the things here's a spoiler for Walking Dead. I think you learn about it at the end of season one. So that's like. 10 years ago so i feel like this is fairly safe but in in the walking dead you you can at the beginning they think that you can just get it by being bit or whatever but what they find out in the walking dead is if you die like uh if you just die somehow then you will actually come back a short time later as a zombie and that happens to one of the characters early um one of the early characters in the show that's when they realize that there's something that's infected basically everybody, even if you're okay. And if you die, um, they have to kill you. And, 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 you know, the, the typical zombie, you've got a, they don't just die like to, you know, you shoot them in the chest or something like a normal person. You usually have to kind of like bash them in the head, chop their head off, burn them, something. It takes more than, than just a bullet to the, to, you know, unless you shoot them right in the head, I guess. So, uh, but, um, but that's usually the, the zombie situation. So let's see, we were going through the history and, and then, you know, I would say, especially since the walking dead, maybe just prior to it, but zombies in, in the, in, in, uh, entertainment and media have, uh, between video games, TV movies really took off, uh, in a, in a big, huge new way. Um, there's even this, you know, there's still the walking dead comic, there, there's this, uh, there's a comic out there even called Zombie Tramp, which, which is sort of like a more adult zombie uh, tale. Uh, I'll put it that way. Um, that's been going for quite a few years. Uh, but there's, there's just, you know, zombies kind of became oversaturated almost in, um, out there in the world. And there, you know, it's kind of everywhere. But I, I do like Shaun of the Dead. It, it's, it's a funny movie. It, it, you know, but it's not silly. And, uh, you know, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, they're both in it. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, definitely should check it out. I am trying to find, uh, there's a couple other Wikipedia entries here related to film series and stuff like that. Um, here's, uh, here's other projects. Yeah. So, um, let me, uh, Let's talk, I guess, let's talk a little bit more um, about The Walking Dead. I guess that's worthwhile. So um, even though, like I said, I kind of gave up on it, I, I, I do think that the show is very interesting uh, the way it's been portrayed because one of the big things about The Walking Dead is that they have never, and even until now, um, they have not revealed what happened, what caused this. Uh, the show basically starts out where uh, the main character, uh, Rick Grimes, uh, who's a who's a sheriff, he's a he's a lawman. Um, 
he wakes up to this sort of world of zombies and and nobody they've 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 hinted at weird little things occasionally but but nobody has um nobody has ever you know they've never come out and said oh this was man made it was created by man or it was an accident or it just started like a disease you know in the world um so they've they've left the whole macguffin of what what started it just just there on the table they've not really um they haven't really obviously covered that so that's an interesting way to deal with it and it, and it's basically it's been about survival you know how do um how do these people survive how do they manage in this world where society has pretty much fallen apart there there it appears that um you know like a disease that you know most of the world has has gone zombie uh and there's just very very few pockets of humanity left uh and what are the other parts about the show? One of the things that started to get me about the show that I, I guess it, I'm maybe a little too optimistic and hopeful, but sort of what's happened over the last probably half of the show's run or more, um, most of their problems, most of their struggles have not really been against the zombies. They've been against other people who have set themselves up as the new leaders or or some other threat uh and and i get that kind of i get that that possibly could happen but it um i've always thought well why don't you just get away from that find some really super isolated place it it seems like even though the world has gone mostly zombie <laughs> the the amazing amount of bad people that this one group kind of has run into over the years it's incredible. It's it's like they're a magnet to uh, that's 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 I, I, I actually can buy the whole zombie part of things more than I can buy every few you know year or two. They run into within a few miles. You know, they've never gone that far um, within a few miles. They run into another bad group or bad <laughs> that 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 I have a hard time with uh, understanding that that not only is it happening but it's happening over and over and over again. The new threat, the new threat. And I get you got to have drama, but I want new drama. I don't want the same drama over and rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Oh, look, it's some guy who thinks he's like king of the forest. Um, oh, look, it's some woman now, this this time now, who thinks she's king of the forest or queen of the forest. I, I, it's just like, uh, okay. But I, I do like the show or I did like the show. I, I really like the, I think the cast is incredible, um, super emotional at times. Uh, and, and that, that stuff, I, I, it kept me watching, and, but I just kind of couldn't do it anymore. But I will play for you. Let me go back, see if I can find one of the very early trailers to The Walking Dead. I would say if you're interested in the genre, you should give it a try at some point just to see what it's all about. Uh, I am kind of recommending it, but I will warn you, I mean, what are they in season 12, something like that, uh, or 10, 12? I don't, I don't know. It started around 2011, I think, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. I'll look it up. But um, so it's been on like a decade. Uh, so you know, that the, I, I will warn you, like some book series that don't need, don't know when to end. This thing doesn't know when to end. Although they did just recently. Not that long ago, within the last year, they ended the ended the comic book, the comic book series ended. Uh, so um, that's interesting, I thought. But um, here is I'll try to find now a older trailer, one of the early trailers to uh, The Walking Dead. Maybe we'll get on one of them video shows, you know, like world's craziest police chases. What do you think?
today in the hospital. And that's all I know. Things got crazy. And you won't believe the panic. Streets won't fit to be on. I know how it must sound. The dead people. The walkers. Don't you get mad. My wife and son, they're alive. They're in Atlanta. Why there? Refugee center. Huge one, they say, before the broadcast stop. Military protection, food, shelter. Broadcasting on emergency channel. We'll be approaching Atlanta on Highway 85. Anybody out there, anybody hears me, please respond. Listen, one thing. They may not seem like much one at a time. But in the group, all riled up and hungry. And you watch your ass. All I am anymore is a man looking for his wife and son. Yeah, I thought that was a good uh, that's a good trailer to um, the first season of The Walking Dead, which was a fairly short season. And uh, looking back at that, um, oh, one thing to point out uh, is that in The Walking Dead, in, in one interesting little thing to note is that they never use the word zombie. This is supposed to be I, I think the idea is kind of like. It's not like it's an alternate earth or alternate reality, whatever you want to call it. But they never call these um, reanimated uh, dead people. They never call them uh, zombies. They call them walkers, uh, hence the name Walking Dead. So I thought that was pretty cool uh, to create, coin something new and they didn't just call it zombie land or something. Oh, by the way, I will get to that movie set because I love that stuff. So we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But. One of the things that I was going to say, though, about The Walking Dead here is in the, it, you know, watching this early se- uh, first season trailer makes me remember and realize how much I, I loved the show back then because, again, it was kind of man against the world, man against the zombies. There was times and it would slip out there. Even in that first season, there was a little bit of man versus man or man versus woman, woman versus woman, whatever, where you having to fight to survive but not fight like to be the leader of the world or, or, you know, of your little fiefdom kingdom. It was just like survival almost like, Hey, you've got stuff, right? You've got toilet paper (laughs) to use our current uh, weirdness. Uh, I I want your toilet paper, give it to me or I'll shoot you type of thing. Um, That, that kind of works and makes sense a little bit to me. Um, But, but not to just be like, you know, I want to be the, you know, head of this town, the new town or whatever. So, uh, yeah, the walking dead, I would definitely, if you're in again, if this stuff interests you at all, the, especially the first seasons, uh, and, but I, I will warn you, this is a, it's a tough show to watch. It's, it's, it's hard hitting. Uh, and, and, and you'll find out, which has been pretty well put in the media that, uh, characters you really come to care about die, uh, you know, just like in the game of Thrones. Um, these are one of the current ways of doing television and movies and has been for a little while. You know, it used to be you, you never kill the heroes, right? The heroes, the, the good guys, they always win. They don't die. They might get hurt. They might get shot, stabbed, <laughs> beat up. But but they, you know, when the credits rolled, they'd still be there. And they'd be there for the ne- If it was a TV show, they'd be there for the next season. If it was a movie series, they'd be there for the next movie and so on. But... But, you know, Hollywood and maybe it's the era and the times, but that's not true anymore. Now, now it's like, well, no, we can just kill anybody. And it kind of went, in my opinion, it kind of went so much the other way now. It's almost like you're proving, hey, look how how um, bleeping bad, uh, you know, you know, I'll, I'll just, uh, you know, this isn't the worst word to say, but how, look how badass we are. We're going to kill, we're going to kill off this guy or this woman or even a kid or something like that. Um, so it, it's, um, it's almost gone, sw- swung too far the other way. We, I always feel there was, I took uh, humanities, like most people, if you go through college, you, you're required to take some humanities classes. Um, and one of the professors in there, and 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 I, and I like humanities a lot. I, I like 
you know, studying some of philosophy and philosophers of the past. But there's always there was this um, uh, philosopher that had this basically, uh, who was it? I think it was one of the Greek philosophers that said everything in moderation. I, I, I always tend to lean into, well, both sides of this is is too much. You 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 should realize that the the heroes or the good guys or the main people don't necessarily always survive. But you don't want to go so far the other way where it's meaningless. Like basically, none of them will survive, or or just we just we just rip into you each week. You know who who else can we off to just get you to like you know cry in your your cereal or whatever. So uh, so I just. It, it's kind of, I, I prefer a balance, let's say, a balance in the force. So, okay, that's enough of Walking Dead. Uh, I'm trying to check the time. We're 45 or so in. Okay, we, we'll, we'll co- cover a few of the others that I wanted to hit on. Um, the other one being, I just mentioned a little while ago, uh, Zombieland. Uh, there have been two Zombieland films, uh, <laughs> really good stuff. Uh, I, I uh, And they're... Um, they're both rated R, both films, and they're, but they're really good. I, I, I really, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I get that this stuff only appeals to some people. Sure, that's totally cool. That's what makes people interesting. Not everyone will like this. But if you've not seen Zombieland, and I think the first one for sure, I think the first one's on Netflix. Um, I don't think the second one is because that one was, when did that come out? Last fall? Uh, but, um, the um they're both on netflix or sorry the first one what did i just say uh the first one is so um this gives you it's sort of a little bit of like serious but also a lot of humor too this one kind of puts a lot of Shaun of the dead kind of style a little bit into it where there there's um jesse eisenberg is one of the main characters he's great and like he has uh like rules for the apocalypse kind of uh uh, rules for the the new world, you know, with zombies in it, and and that's fun to see because y- you almost have to think that you would sort of set up like if you're going to survive all this, you've got to have a plan and you've got to have um, rules to live by and and things you do and don't do. So um, so let me find a and, and I'll warn you since this is rated R, I'll see what I can find on YouTube. YouTube's pretty good about restricting. Um, some of the language and content. I don't know when I, if I find a trailer to Zombieland, I don't know if there'll be a lot of um, any strong language. So I'm warning you there possibly could be, but I, I, I kind of think there might not because again, YouTube and all that. But um, all right, let me find uh, a Zombieland trailer. I'll, I'll go for the first movie. I think the first one was definitely more fun and more interesting because it was kind of new and unique and different. Um, then uh, Woody Harrelson is is also amazing, by the way, in this, in in both these movies. Emma Stone's in it, so it's it's got a fantastic cast. Uh, really, really good to watch. I, I, it makes me watching some of this stuff today makes me want to pull out Shaun of the Dead, pull out Zombieland, and watch them um, over the over this uh, next few weeks. So here is uh, let's say uh, the first uh, movie, Zombieland um, trailer. Here you go. Planet Earth, home to over six billion people. Today, our very existence is threatened by epidemics, climate change, and dwindling resources. But those are the least of our problems. Welcome to Zombieland. My mother always told me, someday you'll be good at something. I mean, I don't think she could have guessed that that something would be zombie killing. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week? Close. But no cigar. Zombie Killer of the Week went to Miss Cynthia Knickerbocker. Gotta enjoy the little things. Oh, these 
these fellas really let themselves go. You guys want some Purell? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there you go with Zombieland. Uh, really, really fun, fun, fun set of movies. Again, I think the first one is more just because it's so unique and the way they did it. <clears throat> but um, they're both fun. The, uh, the rules to live by in the future, though, or not future, I guess, but in Zombieland are the best. I'm sure that somebody has compiled them somewhere. Um, they took one of the rules, double tap, um, for the part of the subtitle for the second film. That basically falls into, um, you don't shoot zombies once. You got to double tap. Shoot them twice, you know, just to make sure. Kind of like the typical thing in most horror movies where just don't shoot the bad thing, bad creature, bad guy. You know, and just like, go, oh, he's gone. You know, really, really make sure he's gone. So, all right, I want to cover, moving pretty close here to the end. There's two other movies I wanted to mention. Both of these, I think, are pretty good. They're both, a lot of this stuff, you know, the reason I threw in Zombieland and Shaun of the Dead, there are some humorous things, but most of these things are pretty grim. Um, there is a, um, there is another movie, I mentioned this earlier. Uh, this is based on the Richard Matheson book. <clears throat> this one, uh, I Am Legend with Will Smith, um, is from 2007. And, and I'll say, this is, I, I'm glad I saw the movie, but this is, to me, like, it, it, out of all this stuff, this is the one that's the most, like, like feels like it could possibly happen, like, the closest to reality. And, it, and it's really intense really hard to watch some of the parts. Um, but if, if, uh, it, it, again, I, I always, you know, say if this stuff is interesting or appeals to you, um, this is a good movie. Uh, it's not a happy movie. <laughs> some, again, bad things happen. Uh, but, um, uh, I'll play the trailer for you. And then, uh, I want, cause again, I wanted to mention this and I can't remember how well this movie did in the box office. Um, but, um, the one of the things about this version and zombies and things that are going on in this movie is they're not just mindless completely. Um, there are there are, you know, some intelligent ones and things, but um, I like the main character a lot. Will Smith, of course, always great. So here is the trailer. Uh, one of the trailers to I Am Legend from 2000, 2007 with Will Smith. I'm not I'm not infected. I'm not infected. Please. Nothing happened the way it was supposed to happen. Six billion people on Earth when the infection hit. I'm a survivor living in New York City. I will be at the South Street Seaport every day at midday when the sun is highest in the sky. Push them around. Eat, eat them. I'm not playing. Morning, Hank. Midway through the G's.
All right, yeah. So there is the uh, trailer for I Am Legend. Uh, like I said, pretty intense movie, but interesting. And of course, one of the reasons I'm covering all this stuff today on this week's podcast is is kind of <laughs> trying to, uh, um, you know, th- there's a lot of things similar in these zombie apocalypse type films and TV that um, is it seems like people are already thinking that's what we're <laughs> there's going to be the Walking Dead soon here or something and. I, I, I do, again, hope that people can just kind of lay low for a week, couple weeks, and, and then, you know, it will settle this down pretty quickly in short order. So one last movie I want to um, point out. Uh, this one uh, is is based on a comic. Uh, I think it was a comic originally. Yeah. Uh, World War Z. Uh, this came out. This is with uh, Brad Pitt's in this movie. It's from 2013. Um this is another situation where you've got a family basically and um, there there's um, you know this the, the there's the zombies in this though are uh, are much different than than the typical um, like these zombies like for example zombies t- typically in movies and TV they move kind of slow they shuffle and they kind of move because they're the idea I think always was they're the animated dead so they're not they're not super agile and super fast. You can always pretty much, you could probably walk faster than they, they can get to you. But in this one, in World War Z, one of the big things that was different in this one is these zombies were like, uh, they, they could sort, they were sort of semi-intelligent. Plus they were, they could be super fast too as well. So anyway, here is the trailer to this one. And this will be the last uh, that I'll be covering. And then we'll come back and wrap up the podcast. Does it live in a jungle? No. Oh. Is it really fast? No. Does it live on the Great Plains of Africa? No. Hey! What is going on? Hold on, guys. Daddy, be careful on the road. Jerry? Get back in your car right now! Remain with your feet! So there is the World War Z trailer. Yeah, pretty intense. Uh, again, about a family, Brad Pitt, uh, the dad, and uh, so uh, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, it uh, you know scary in a way, I guess, but uh, but they're just movies. They're entertainment, uh, and may- maybe you know the you know maybe with the current state of the you know this virus that will be passing and will be gone, and most people are being you know <clears throat> most people by far both won't get it and even if people do get it most people will be okay so this isn't you know the zombie apocalypse and but maybe you don't want to watch this kind of stuff (laughs) maybe you want to watch like reruns of friends or or comedies which totally makes sense but i thought it would be kind of fun to do a um a show about all this 
uh, this week on Trex and Sci-Fi. So I hope you guys did too. And probably a lot of this stuff you guys have seen, I would think, uh, if you're listening to the podcast. Maybe some things you haven't seen. Uh, I was fun to go back and give a little bit of a zombie history lesson, where it kind of came from and the words and where it started in literature and, and, and then eventually later in um, television, movies and so forth. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good idea, I think, and uh, I, you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed it too. So, all right. Um, oh, by the way, you know, as I mentioned earlier, um, Rise of Skywalker out on digital, uh, the the DVD, Blu-rays, all those things will come out at the end of March. At least these home video releases are basically where, where while movies in the theaters like James Bond and and others are getting pushed pushed back, pushed out, or whatever. Uh, the home release stuff is continuing or is uh, is happening streaming. I just saw Frozen 2 is going to be on Disney Plus starting today, uh, three months or so ahead of when it was going to come out. So I hope some of the movie and entertainment people out there, you know, do something like to sort of deal with, hey, you can't go to the movies, but here, I'm going to give you this to watch or whatever. And I wish, you know, uh, Keith on the Facebook group was mentioning this, and this always kind of has come up for a variety of reasons, not just with the virus thing, but the, uh, uh, you know, there are people who have trouble getting out to the theaters or who don't even really like the theaters going experience anymore. So uh, there have been some experiments with movies done where they've released them on on um, streaming, digital, you know, pay for pay-per-view, kind of pay for for seeing it uh, with almost concurrently when it comes out in the theaters. But I, I know for some of the huge, huge blockbuster movies like Mulan was going to come out and they pushed that out. Um, uh, Fast and Furious 9 is getting pushed like a whole year out, which seems a lot. Um, they obviously, James Bond got delayed till November, but I, I wish some of the more medium to smaller movies, they would allow that to get out on to, um, uh, you know, watch them at home somehow. But who knows, like they pushed that new Mutants movie out. I don't know for those who follow this stuff, but that new Mutants movie has now been like delayed and pushed out like five times. It, it, it has <laughs> it has like a black cloud around it. It it keeps um, getting delayed release. And at first that movie did not interest me. I love the New Mutants comic when it first came out way, way back. Uh, originally came out in the 80s to begin with. Um, there's a new run of it going on right now, but the movie just looked, did not look like the new mutants as I know them, but some of the more recent trailers got me more interested and, and I do want to see it at some point, but, um, but anyway, we'll see. Hopefully my last bits of words, and then we'll sign off for today. Well, next week you're going to have Jedi Jeff guest casting, guest hosting, uh, with a show Jedi will, Jedi Jeff will be here. Probably talk about collectibles and ships and things, maybe some things related to Picard and that. Um, but he's going to do a guest spot next week. Uh, I'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new show. Um, I think the new show in a couple of weeks should be post final episode of Picard. So I think we're going to do a Skype cast, uh, at the end of the month for that. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, my, you know, if you can stay home, stay home, um, wash your hands, you know, stay, stay out of the, you know, the whole uh, social limiting yourself or whatever they're calling it. What are we calling it? Social distancing, stupid names. Uh, I love that we've already coined terms for this stuff. But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's just don't freak out, but just be smart. And uh, and and just last thing I'll say is uh, I'm a big fan of John Oliver. Uh, and there is a great piece he did on one of his shows recently about the coronavirus. So if you want a little bit of humor along with some, you know, reasonable facts uh and information which he always does they do great research for his show uh watch john oliver on uh on his show about the coronavirus great stuff and super funny too i i like it so okay i'm out of here i hope you guys enjoyed this uh kind of different a little bit i guess treks and sci-fi maybe not that different um probably good you know that i finally did a zombie show it seems to make sense i really had thought i i did one for halloween once but i guess i didn't so that's what happens when you do over 750 podcasts, folks. You lose your mind and you lose memory of what did I do back on podcast such and such. At least I have a search function on my uh, on my web and I can look up all the shows and see what I've done and not not done. But um, all right, everyone, stay healthy, stay safe um, and, and be smart and, and just um, and don't hoard. 
What's the point, really? I mean, seriously. Stores are still there. Stuff is still there. Joe in, uh, in Canada just went out this morning and, and went shopping and got some toilet paper. It's fine, you know. So so don't worry. It'll all, it'll, this will all, in a month or two, it'll all blown over. Um, and, and, and we'll be all back to normal, whatever the normal is these days, right? So um, everyone, take care of yourselves. Take care of your friends, family, and uh, think about others too. So uh, I'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Bye. Dude, have you heard about the coronavirus? Yeah, Yeah, hysteria, miseducation, racism. Nobody understands how to cough right. It's so hot right now. Let's go to China and shoot a video. What the hell are you talking about? Dude, let's go. Everyone's going the other way. I think you need to pump the brakes, Tom. Tickets are going to be so cheap, my bro. They're so cheap. I'm glad we came to China. You know, you got to wash your hands, cover your cup, don't eat feces. You know, it's really transmissible. I, le- I learned a lot too. I learned a lot too. I learned that you can get a whole Civic Cat in the Wuhan meat market for 17 yuan. I also fell in love with an Asian lady playing Mario. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.